Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 242 of the Astrology Alchemy podcast. This is for the week of January 8th, 2024. I'm your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. In many ways, the astrology cycles of this week really are when we begin the new year, the new calendar year. And there's a lot of support for grounding, maturity, going forward with awareness, with clear-mindedness. A phrase from this week's podcast poem is, to live in this world with one another. On Monday, January 8th, Mercury squares Neptune at 25 degrees of Sagittarius Pisces. And this is really important because this is the third time in the last few months that Neptune has made this connection with Neptune. And a reminder, if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. And if some of what I bring to you, especially the degree measurements of the planets, doesn't make sense to you, you don't worry about it. Take the transmission of the archetypal characters um, of the planets and really roll with it in whatever way works for you. So we've recently had a Mercury retrograde cycle when uh, Mercury seemed to go backwards in the heavens. And what happened is it went into the sign of Capricorn and said, well, I'm going to do a little reversal and went back into the sign of Sagittarius, then said, now I'm going forward again. So we're in still this kind of energy of moving forward after a review cycle at the end of the year. And Mercury is the storyteller, bridge maker, communicator, character in us. And all Mercury retrograde cycles challenge us to stop the mental patterns and stories we are constantly rolling with and say, whoa, 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 wait, wait, think again. Question, is that true? You know, that beautiful pattern. And Mercury, when it's been in Sagittarius, that's a sign that has to do with questing for meaning and understanding and the freedom to open and, and explore And the wounded side of Sagittarius can be our dogmatism, our soapboxing, like I'm certain about reality. This is my truth. And this is a particularly strong cycle we're finishing of Mercury seeming to be 90 degrees away from Neptune because Neptune in its positive expression in us and the world is a kind of mystical dreamer, visionary, open to the muse, you know, a creative opening to other ways of looking at things with um, a connection to experiences beyond and underneath consensus reality and cognitive reality. Now, the wounded side of Neptune in all of us is where we get caught under a spell. You know, we sort of get caught in a dream or we're like confused or like, what's happening here? So when we have a cycle of Mercury and Neptune, there is a challenge to watch your mind and change your mental habits where you've gone under spells. And because on January 8th, Mercury squares Neptune, 
This happens for the third time since November 27 of 2023. Now, the interesting thing is, at least in the United States, late November is Thanksgiving. The second time in this cycle when Mercury squared Neptune was December 28th of 2023, right at the end of the holiday season. And so there's a bit of, as Neptune, as Mercury finishes its square to Neptune this week, it's like we're sort of coming out of the spell and fog of the holiday season, especially in the United States. And where the challenge becomes is Sagittarius says, I want to quest and learn and grow. Its link with the Pisces planet says, I might have some unconscious dogmas about what it means to be celebrating the holidays or what I'm supposed to be thinking or and so forth. So I just challenge you as you come into sort of the groundedness of this week, consider as you come out of the whirlwind of the holiday season, however you celebrated it in whatever way, whatever your tradition is or no tradition, just notice that you're kind of flinging off some cobwebs and thinking, gosh, what was that about? You know, like, let it go. Let old stories go and really um, let yourself recognize what kind of spiritual quest do I want to go on in the beginning of the year? You know, however you define that, because it also can be a creative quest. If you're not so much resonating with spiritual growth, although that would be unlikely if you're listening to this podcast, my friends, is to say, okay, what is kind of something I'm dreaming forward now? And let me get clear what the dreams are the visions I have that really I want to go forward with and expand into. And what are the old cobwebby spells or old stories that are like, nah, done with that. So just notice what shows up for you this week. Then on Thursday, January 11th, we have a very powerful new moon at 21 degrees of Capricorn. This happens exactly at 3.57 a.m. Pacific time. Change up for your own time zones. And this new moon, of course, is the monthly time when the sun and moon appear together in the heavens. And there is energetically this seed point. Both of them we call luminaries in astrology terms because they are different kinds of light. The solar light radiating that yellow, brilliant, wake up, see, notice. The moon, the reflected light, that whitish gray. The solar light is very much about our conscious selves and the journey we're on. The sun is like our conscious self, the hero and heroine, quester on life. And the moon is the unconscious, non-cognitive journey of understanding and knowing who we are. It's the instinctive nurturer archetype. It's about the fluidity of how we want to nurture and be nurtured and connect, but also the changeability because the moon in her cycles is very changeable. So when we have a new moon, we have this union of the sun and moon, the yin, the yang, the dynamic, the reflective. And Capricorn is a very grounded earth sign that is about responsibility and pragmatism and manifestation. So that's why I suggested that really the new year might be starting for most of us at the end of this week with that new moon in Capricorn. Okay, what's the game plan, so to speak? How do I ground myself? What What's my purposefulness now, whether it's articulated or not? And this new moon is particularly powerful because it's fairly close to Pluto, the great transformer archetype, who's just finishing up its journey in Capricorn since 2008 and in a week or so is about to make a major shift as it goes back into Aquarius. And Pluto is the transformer. So this quality with the the new moon connected to Pluto, it's a deeply transformative energy. It's like what wants to change? How do you want to get to the core of the matter? 
How do you want to claim more empowerment, more, more clarity around this is what I'm changing. I'm going forward. I'm implementing those change. And you get great support because this new moon has a very harmonious connection to Uranus, the maverick planet that's traveling in Taurus right now, another grounded energy that has a suggestion of pragmatism about resources and security and waking up to different ways. For some of you, I'm sorry, the capitalistic spell that can happen in our Western culture, you might be waking up to the credit card bills and going, what was I thinking? Do I really want to keep playing that game with the holidays? Maybe I wake up, Uranus, and do something radically different. The other thing that is extraordinary is this new moon in Capricorn squares what's called the nodal axis in Aries and Libra. And again, don't let the technical terms drive you away. Just take the energy that I'm giving you. The nodal axis, the north node and the south node are uh, symbolic points in the astrology wheel. They're not really planets, but they represent doorways. The south node is the doorway into our past patterns, which we all have, and there's nothing wrong with them, but it's kind of the go-to place of the path of least resistance. You know, oh, this is my comfort zone. And sometimes we need to go there. The tension is the opposite point in the heavens, and that changes over time. The north node says, here is your cutting edge work. Here's your evolutionary edge. This is what you want to develop. This is what you want to grow for. The south node right now is in Libra and the north node is in Aries. So the tension and the challenge we all have is Libra is a beautiful sign and its challenge is over accommodation, enmeshment. Like, what do you think, dear? And um, explore, exploring yourself only through the lens of your partnership with the world, whether it's people or animals or just your relationship roles. The North Node in Aries is the challenge we all have. Aries, be true to oneself. Have the courage to go your own way. So when the new moon squares the nodal axis, it means there's a dynamic there that says change needs to happen. So notice this week, if you're feeling this urge to adult more, Capricorn, and say, roll up your sleeves and say, okay, here we go, including making some important decisions about, I got to do it my own way. Not from a place of reactivity or pissed offness, but just like, oh, it's time. It's time to grow up and say, I got to go my way and let go of some of my old relationship patterns of over-accommodation, if that's so for you. Whatever you do, just recognize at the end of the week with this new moon, it is a very powerful time to seed directions, purpose, aspirations for manifestation in whatever way is right for you. And continuing the theme of groundedness, and going, getting on with it, on Friday, January 12th, Mars trines Jupiter at six degrees of Capricorn Taurus. Now, Mars is an advocate archetype. You can think of it, not to genderize it, but you can kind of think of it as the warrior warrior. It's the one that takes a stand in us. The one that gets pissed off and says, ah, goes after what I want. It's in Capricorn now for about another five weeks. And again, here's that Capricorn sign coming back in, which is all about get on with it, implementation, adulting, maturation. Now, there is a wounded side to Capricorn very much so, which is fear-based control and over-dominating. And yet this particular cycle, it's called a trine, means Mars and the planet Jupiter have a very harmonious link with each other right now. And Jupiter is the planet associated the archetype of the teacher or the wise one or how you share your wisdom in the world. Like Uranus, it's in Taurus right now, which is that 
earth sign of practical stewardship of resources. What's it costing me? What's, what's a really grounded way to live my life, to embrace security in a way that is right for me, but also open? I mean, I'm learning different ways to be secure and not be so tight-fisted or caught in survival strategy pain. So Mars trines Jupiter says, get on with it. You want to expand into a Taurus way, like take a hold of redoing your finances, cleaning out your house. What am I stewarding? What am I spending my life energy on? What do I really want to be doing? Okay, Mars says, let me help you. Roll up those sleeves. Do your accounting. Do your books. Get into those closets or like you got something you want to implement. Let me give you the courage and energy to go forward. So just notice if you feel any of that at the end of the week. And if you want to kind of ride that energy, you might do little prayers. You might take action. It is very pragmatic and grounded. So there you have it, dear ones. We come into this week, the second full week of the new calendar year. And it really is supporting us to drop down and start moving forward. So may this energy support you in whatever way most serves you and through you serves our world, which really needs deeply some mature, compassionate adulting. Are there any adults in the room? May we all be ones for the benefit of all all beings in the world right now. The poem that comes to me to offer to honor the cycles of this week really speaks to this in a powerful way. It's called Shoulders by Naomi Shihab Nye. Shoulders. A man crosses the street in rain, stepping gently, looking two times north and south because his son is asleep on his shoulder. No car must splash him. No car drive too near to his shadow. This man carries the world's most sensitive cargo, but he's not marked. Nowhere does his jacket say fragile, handle with care. His ear fills up with breathing. He hears the hum of a boy's dream deep inside him. We're not going to be able to live in this world if we're not willing to do what he's doing with one another. The road will only be wide. The rain will never stop falling. Beautiful poem to invite us into sacred responsibility. What is it we're carrying? What is it we're stewarding? What is it that we're leaning in and being responsible for that's ours to carry in an aware very strong way because as each of us does this these are prayers for the world because the road will only be wide and the rain will never stop falling so thank you for doing your part as you are doing it and again great gratitude to all my listeners I love you reaching out to me thank you for your donations thank you for networking and telling others about it So grateful to be part of your circle. And I want to tell you one of the most exciting things for me as I start the new year is I'm bringing back some material that I've been working on since the early 90s. And it's the braiding of astrology, shamanic wisdom, and 
in-depth psychology. So I've got a series of five workshops coming up early this year. It's called The Shaman's Sky, Astro-Shamanic Wisdom for Inner Transformation. Catalyzing monthly workshops January through May is for those on a journey of self-discovery. I'm very excited to offer this. And if you're interested, go to the homepage of my website on theedgesofchange.com. Click on the link to go and check it out. There will be a series of monthly workshops on the second Saturday of the month, Pacific time zone in the morning. You can sign up for the whole series. You can sign up for individual ones. And I really invite you to check it out because it's a way to connect with the astrological archetypes, the planetary characters as shamanic allies for your own journey of personal transformation and in so doing, helping the collective journey of transformation. So check it out and thank you always for your journey of connection with yourself and the world. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources on theedgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.